This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast by Hunter Beal. How's it going, everyone? Back with another podcast episode, season two, episode six, 10-minute Friday, something I'm trying that's new. It was originally 15-minute. I'm trying to cut it down and make it as most effective as possible. So 10-minute Friday, start with why. So why should you start with why? Starting with why shows the audience why you're doing it. Whereas usually people start with what, how, why, whereas it should be starting with why, how, what. Having your purpose and why you're doing it is the most important thing. And that's what I'm going to be describing throughout this episode. The book Start With Why by Simon Schneck is very good book to change your mind and how you think and starting with why and shows why it's important. People that started with why, like Martin Luther King Jr., Steve Jobs, the Wright brothers, they had the passion and it showed. That was their why. The why is important because it shows your passion and can show people why you're doing what you're doing. Whereas how and what shows what the company's about, what you're doing, what protest you're doing, whatever it may be. And those other ones are important as why, which gets me into the golden circle. On the outside of the golden circle is the what. On the inside, inward part of the circle is how, and the most inward part is why. People, companies usually go from what, how, why, when it, describing their product or what they're about, whereas they should go from why, how, what. Because when you start with why, you're able to show people what you're passionate about and why you're doing it to get them motivated to see your product, service, whatever it may be. Apple, for an example, is an amazing example of starting with why. For a fact, did you know that Apple wasn't the first company to come out with an MP3 player? It was actually a company called Creative Technology. They advertised their product as a 5 gigabyte MP3 player, whereas Apple displayed theirs as a thousand songs in your pocket. Short, but very, very persuasive. That gets the person thinking. People didn't know like 5 gigabytes are like, what is that? I don't get what that means, especially during the time when MP3 players started coming about. A thousand songs in your pocket shows the entire audience that this technology is revolutionary and this is their why, why you should have their product because you can have a thousand songs in your pocket. That's super amazing. And this goes even outside of advertisement. So this doesn't even necessarily have to be business. This could be in your life, starting with why, showing people why you're passionate about what you're doing, your job, your company, if you create one, your podcast, whatever it is, you got to start with why. Another thing the book describes, which I found interesting, was manipulation has a short-term benefit, but it's not sustainable long-term. Like deals, sales, that is all good, but it doesn't lead to loyalty of repeating customer because now they're going to be expecting those prices to be the same price or even lower. And it, once they go up in price, then people don't want to buy as much. So say you release a product of your invention or whatever it may be, 
then you have a tough time after the sale discount. People are expecting now uh, that price or lower, and now that you're not building a customer base loyalty, what you're doing actually is creating a temporary customer, whereas you want to create that long-term relationship with that customer. A bit of human biology, and I'll explain why it's important a little bit later, a rational brain does not control our decision. There's the linear cortex, which controls the rational thoughts and language. Then there's the limbic part of the brain, which this part of the brain is the feeling like loyalty, trust, and decision-making. Information is not what drives behavior. The limbic part of the brain is what drives behavior. So you need to get a hold of that limbic brain in order to get the customers and audience to believe in you. Say you're in sales, you're a nurse, whatever it may be. There's many in every field you this is, applies to. It's not just business. You have to show people why, and then they keep on coming back and getting a hold of that limbic part of the brain, the feeling of loyalty, trust, and decision-making is one of the most important things in doing sales. Everyone's in sales. Like in my previous podcast with Chip Helm, we talked about that, and he told me that, which was very interesting. Everyone is in sales. You're selling something. You're creating relationships with people. There was another example in the book I very much liked that I would like to share with you guys. It was a detergent example. A lot of detergent companies were going after advertising by showing that the clothes were brighter, when in reality, that's not what necessarily people were caring about. It's something they cared about, but that's what they expected. Whereas there was a study done and that the detergent companies came together and they wanted to get a study done to see what people are really after and their why. What they ended up finding with the study, studying people that were doing laundry, is after they get, they're done with their clothes, they smell their clothes. So smelling that fresh smell is what was most important to the customers. And detergent companies then pivoted to advertising towards the smell, towards clothing that their detergent cleans. Another thing is when you lose your sense of purpose, you lose your sense of why. Now I'm going to give you guys an example that the book uses starting with why and one of the biggest impacts and one of the biggest things we know today, MLK, Martin Luther King Jr., one of the biggest influencers of all time. His belief was bigger than the civil rights movement. It was about all of mankind and how we treat each other. Why his belief inequality to life was very important. That was his message. How many people do you think showed up for Dr. King? The answer is actually zero. Let me explain this. They showed up for themselves. It was what they believed. It was what they saw as an opportunity to help America become a better version of itself. It was they who wanted to live in a country that reflected their own values and beliefs that inspired them to get on a bus to travel for eight hours to stand up in Washington Sun in the middle of August to hear Dr. King speak. It was amazing. He he gave the I have a dream speech, not the I have a plan speech. People followed him not because of his idea of a changed America. People followed him because of their idea 
of changed America. He brought people together. It wasn't about him. It wasn't about, he didn't make it about him. He made it about us and us coming together and uniting. And that's why, because I believe there was clarity, a way explained how we felt. He gave us words that inspired us. We believed, we believed, and we believed. That was cited in the book. Another example the book gave was the White Brothers. There was someone before them, which his name was Langley, and he saw the airplane as a ticket to fame and fortune. He was smart and motivated, but his recipe was for success because he had plenty of cash. He had the best people working on it. But unlike Langley, the Wright brothers did not have a recipe for success. Worse, they seemed to have a recipe for failure. Not a single person working on the team had college education. Some d did not even have a high school education, but they had a dream. They knew why it was important to build this. They believed that they could figure out this flying machine, it would change the world. They imagined the benefits everyone else if they were successful. They were true scientists and they believed they weren't in it for the money, they were in for it to help people and revolutionize society as itself. Lange knew what he was doing, but did not have the why, whereas the Wright brothers did have the why. And actually, what's funny is Langley, for most of us, we don't know who this guy is. He started this and had a lot of money and it ended up failing, whereas the White brothers ended up succeeding, as we all know. One last thing that really changed my mindset in this book is hire people for what they can do for you and they'll work for your money. But if you hire people that believe in your why, they'll give you their blood, sweat, and tears. In summary, start with why. Doing so will get loyal people on your side and you'll become successful. As we see in these examples, MLK and the Wright brothers, they were able to succeed by starting with why. And there's many more. Apple started with why. People that have revolutionized society as a whole, doing all sorts of different type of things, have started with why. And the why is super important. And I'm glad I learned this as when I'm starting my business so I can start with why and trying to get customers why they should take my service, which is just amazing. And I think we should implement this. It doesn't matter if you're not making a business. It doesn't matter whatever you're doing, whatever you work in order to become that indispensable. You got to start with why I think starting with why shows your differentiator between others and why you're doing what you're doing and why you care. It's very important. That's going to be wrapping up this podcast episode. I'll see you guys on the next episode. With that being said, cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Start with why, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.